0: This podcast was recorded outside, so if y'all hear a little bit of background noise and train, planes, and automobiles, it's because we thought it was very important to have a discussion and we had the camera with us, so we made it happen. All right, enjoy. Just because you help people build their relationships doesn't mean that you don't go through your share of trials and tribulations. We work all the time at making sure we maintain and build our relationships because there are too many environmental factors, there's too many internal factors that we go through as individuals. And to come together to make it work shows a lot of commitment to having long discussions, having meaningful decisions and honoring your agreements. So today I sit down with my best friend, ex-partner, mother of my child, and we have a accountable discussion. When you, when you think of like how accountability shows up in our relationship, From, you know the time we were together, you know at a younger age, and then decided to, you know, just be friends to having a child, making the decision to have a child, and then um, you know, maintaining the raising the child, like, how important was it to be accountable in the relationship?
1: important part because without being accountable everything would have fallen apart you know how could we communicate if accountability didn't exist so there's no way we would even have been able to even live together i think of course i could see us living together and not talking but so i'll take that back but essentially um communicate we couldn't even get the simplest tax done if we didn't have accountability
0: yeah like i look back at our relationship he was you know first starting in all of the, of the trials and tribulations of me being a lot older not a lot of you know, me being an older person college in college and
1: I think being, it's, I think it's more your you more your wisdom than it is your age you know like you're more advanced I
0: think than I am in that way yeah I mean so I would say I was wise and I was over okay I'll,
1: so I'll go that, with that. I'll that was okay. a double
0: dip but it went to the, you know, it was it was all, you know, we started a relationship where you were, you know, you had we had separate faiths. Yeah. I was already like big on accountable love and being in love and honoring love and you know God is love and you know I was just living every day to be you know transparent to give choice to you know really embody what I believe God gave us. But as you you know you was. More into, you know, Christianity. You know, you had a structured faith, and you know, you was honoring the faith through, you know, through Jesus, through Christ.
1: Yeah, and also more through uh, like societal beliefs okay. or societal norms based off of Christian beliefs, I'd mm-hmm. say.
0: So yeah, so that you know that was the start of all of our, you know, all of our friction. And then, you know, me wrapping my mind around dating a younger girl because I always wanted to be with, you know, an older person, an older woman, because of, you know, my inability to truly connect with people my age, nonetheless connecting with somebody a lot younger than me, about seven years younger than me. And, you know, so that was difficult. And having, you know, a younger brother that was older than you you know what I mean that was it was a lot of stuff I had to really deal with and really come to grips with when it came to my overall relationship but once I wrapped my mind around it and I said you know let's be committed and let's work towards a commitment it was still like you know you're, you having a bunch of turmoil when I was you know truly devoted
1: yeah
0: dedicated and you know and I, I mean I can see how when you're in thought person so absolute can be overwhelmed you know know, how was you feeling how was your
1: well I think um it was also your ideals where you know just earlier you said how we had separate faiths, and and it's true for the most part but I think there was there is a very strong similarity in things that you believe or like a core understanding of what you believe and what I also believe excuse me what I also believe but didn't necessarily match what I also claimed. Okay. right so you know as an example you know if someone was gay you know they belong in hell and I don't think it's right but I kind of felt like who am I to say that you know it's not right you know and what you did was kind of expose me to the reality or to the option of having a say mm-hmm. and that really fucked me up excuse <laughs> my language but it really did I mean it, it it opened up an endless amount of doors. It made me question everything that I believed in from top to bottom. And I really didn't know where to go from there, you know, it was just um, it was hard. It was really hard.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean it was hard on both people's
1: part. Yeah, just on different know, and I right. was and I was young and I and I also wanted acceptance from my family. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole other dynamic that I was dealing with because it wasn't like I was just turning my, I was turning my back on a faith that I belonged to for a long time, a religion I belonged to all my life, but also my family because it was like, to kind of have, not a mind of my own, but to kind of stray from what they taught me was also like, whoa, you know?
0: Definitely. Did so. you feel like pressured into like making that decision, like feeling like you, know, you had to leave your faith?
1: I knew there was a choice to be made, and a choice to be made so pressured. I mean, I think there was pressure, not by anyone specifically, um, but it was more just like, what am I going to do? You know, Um, Am I going to keep living a life that belongs to a religion with things that I don't necessarily fully believe? Or am I going to allow myself to have the space to say, because I don't believe it, I'm not going to follow it? and and live true to my to my heart in a way and because of that i felt pressured like i had to make a choice because i couldn't do both they were they were contradictory
0: definitely i mean yeah so i mean we went through some of the same turmoil but i just went through it before i committed so i had that whole idea of age the whole idea of you know being equally yoked the whole idea of you know i'm gonna start a life you're still going to be going through school. Yeah, so I had set beliefs in place that, you know, that I really had to face and see if they have validity or not. And if they could stand the test of a long term relationship or will I, you know, will I, you know, look at some of my or dissect some of my convictions to really see if we can actually coexist as, you know, as a couple, as a union. And ultimately, you know, my commitment came from understanding that we could have, you know, like I can still honor all my convictions if we, you know, sat down so people really had a clear understanding. I think the main purpose and the main, you know, the main point of us getting together really dealt with the fact that I already knew, like, what it took. It's all about, you know, finding being on the same page. We're going to be controversial through a lifetime. We're going to argue through a lifetime. We're going to constantly have, you know, certain point of views that may not align. So we're going to have to really, you know, find where the agreement is and find the common ground. So I know the focal point was, do I want to really do all of that with this person? You know what I mean? So that made it very simple and aligned with my conviction. And it allowed me to honor something that I knew that I believed the relationship was. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you know, while in the relationship you were still trying to
1: Yeah, I think it was up. it was it was really hard because I made this guy who's everything that I asked for, that I asked God for and more. Mm-hmm. And you came with a whole lot of stuff I didn't expect. Right, so you came in this package like, oh, I'm I'm gonna give you what I got, but I'm also gonna turn your life upside down, and it was hard to navigate that, really understand not who I was, but at that point, what everything meant to me, you know, redefining my terms. I had to redefine a lot of things, almost everything, you know, even my relationships where I thought with my family, where I thought, okay, like this is the way it is, and then you know actually it's not the way you know it doesn't have to be this way you know I don't have to accept certain things and so it was just hard to really navigate and give you dedication and answers and conviction when I was like starting all over I was like a baby you know and it was and I, again like I, I you already had these all these things down fact so how can I give all these things back to you equally so yeah we weren't equal We were equally yoked, I think, in in desire to be good, you know, and desire to always be better. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And in in our ability to be convicted and, you know, that desire, the desire to honor the idea of of what God gave to us, you know what I mean, how God honored us and how we honor God. So we both were very dedicated and convicted when it came to, you know, our belief system with god but when it came to now you know the conviction of the forever like i was done you know what i mean once i came to grist with everything i was done you know what i mean i felt like okay now it's about you know building making sure that my friends are alive, because i already found the person i want to be with it's all about you know making sure i have the life i have because i don't want to resent you you know like we all know i have female friends right? know when you met me or female people I was getting to know. I actually thought
1: it was cool at first. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I was really cool with them. We slept, you know, we slept in the same bed, you know, like, uh, you know, I didn't care if they came on to me and, you know, and tried to, you know, get my attention in other ways because I truly, I truly believe people should do what they want to do and you should have the fortitude and conviction. To stay focused and, and now we are focused. And ultimately, you know, that faith and that belief, you sometimes, you know, you felt like, okay, that's a betrayal because I should be shutting it down before it gets.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think the thing with that is is that it made sense to me. Okay. And what, you know, it, it makes sense, right? And um, not only does it make sense, but as an example, you know, you're friends with somebody, you guys. Uh, are intimate, not sexually, but you're intimate. You know, you you might hold hands or, I know, not you specifically, but, you know, like, you cuddle during a movie and it just, it's platonic. Like, there's a closeness there. Mm -hmm. And it's admirable, right? And so I thought, I was like, wow, that's great that you can do that and, you know, be completely comfortable in your skin. Which, and then it becomes, like, it makes sense. Like, why would you not, why would you stop doing that if there's nothing behind it, right? Um, But I was too emotionally mature once my emotions got involved, because again, you was the first guy I was actually in love with, right? I've had boyfriends, but you actually were the person that you know um, i fell in love with. So that was also new emotions I've never felt before. And at the time, it made sense. My emotions weren't as strong, and I wasn't, you know, um, as attached. And so now, so I you also were able didn't to share. Use your
0: logical brain versus emotional.
1: Ex- exactly. Exactly. To make
0: your decision, exactly. So it sounds, you know, illogically it makes it. Absolutely. But emotionally. But emotionally when I was right. in
1: it, it was like, oh no. You know? Because I think it's important too. Like if you're the only person I had sex with too at the time. Mm-hmm. So I just felt very possessive, very um, alone and also questioning my maturity. You know? Then I was like matching. Like, well, in order for me to be mature... You know, I should be able to handle this. Completely forgetting about the fact that when we weren't together and we all sense to the world, like, I completely understood it. Mm-hmm. You know? But with that emotion, I mean, I just, uh, again, I was just too emotionally mature to really, to really be logical and understand
0: the situation. I mean, in reality, though, it does go with your belief systems. It's, it's, it's unconventional. You know what I mean? And that's well, one yeah. thing you have to, like, I've always realized, like, I'm a very unconventional person. And we have a lot of rules that apply to men versus women versus, you know, I've never, even though I identify and I believe in labels, I never really said, okay, this is what a man should be. I believe a partnership or friendship or any relationship you join is based on the agreements of all. You know what I mean? So like with my female friends, I'm like, you know, if you fall for me because we're close and the reason why you become friends is because there is some form of attraction. Between the two people, and really, the reality is, I wasn't into anybody long term like I was into you, so I never felt like I had the pressure. No matter if they were lotioning in front of me or you know, taking their clothes off and like you know, trying to entice me at times, you know, by like you know, just doing little things that I can see and I'm aware of that you probably spotted. It was like, okay, she 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 playing a little close, but I always thought, yeah, that's their thing. You know what i mean whereas, to do with you. yeah whereas the reality the how people really look at it is oh it's, a, it's disrespectful to you know stay in the same room and be that close when you know a person may be trying to, that like you and they may be trying to you know get at you and change your mind and deter your relationship i looked at it like yeah like everything they're doing i still want to be with the person i think it's more honorable when you don't leave the situation when you look at and it, when head you show
1: on. self-control. Yeah,
0: and when you look at it head on, and like, yeah, look at person in the face and say, "You can do anything you want to do." We're still, you know, we're still, we still bring well, something well, let's, to each Let's let's, let's let's
1: let's rewind that. Right. Not anything you want to do. Okay, okay. Right, because it you can't can touch do whatever.
0: You. Yeah, you can do whatever you have to do to to try to keep our relationship as raw as possible. Meaning, you're honest, you're open, you tell me where you're at in the moment, but I'm not there. And I want to always have, whether it was a gay man, I want to always have that openness for them to express how they truly feel without me having to feel like I have to push them away to honor my commitment. You know what I mean? It's one thing, okay, you have emotions, you're attached to me, things of that nature, but I want to honor my commitment without running from the actual conversation of things happening in moments, whether they just broke up with somebody. They misinterpret their emotions. Like I want them to be able to go through that and engage engage with me in that way where they're not always people
1: as vulnerable. Yeah, as
0: vulnerable as possible while keeping my commitment and my convictions and my, you know, and on, and keeping my maintaining my honor. Like it wasn't, it's not like I always tell people, my honor has nothing to do with the person I'm connected to. It has everything to do with my promise to them and God. So I'm not breaking it, not just because of them, but because there's also a commitment to God. So your word is your bond and you should always honor it. You know what I mean? Until, showing otherwise, Like once somebody else breaks the commitment and I believe the contract is now up, you know, we have to change the contract, but I'm gonna honor my part. And when you promise to be friends, you don't slight them because you are in a romantic partnership or you're in a relationship where you start having kids. You know, you try to be, maintain the same amount of transparency and try to be there for them so they allowed to be open and honest but i digress i'm saying like those are the things that you know those are the things i can see where there was friction within our relationship and i you know i can see it from your. i always can see it from your standpoint i just wasn't willing to really you know change that about the relationships i have because i strongly believe like that's how I, a lot of relationships and a lot of romantic partnerships dissolve because they really build their relationship on on protecting somebody's insecurity versus honoring people's commitments and convictions.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say too, you know, it's not like, you know, I wanted to take it back because it wasn't like, oh, you know, I was just emotionally immature and I couldn't handle it, because you're right, it does deal with belief, so if I don't want my man to be around another woman, who likes him or who's trying to entice him in different ways, you know, I have that right to say, You should leave the room. I want you to leave the room. Definitely. You know? You have to, right? Yeah, so it's not I'm not I'm not dumb to that fact. But I wanna own it that because I found you ad I found it admirable that you didn't have to run and that I wanted to be the same way. Like, yeah, if I feel uncomfortable around somebody I shouldn't have to run. I shouldn't have to be like I gotta go because I think that that shows for impulse control you know what i mean like there's certain things that now you start to see the insecurity within yourself and when you have insecurity like that you are more likely to make bad decisions so to stay in them you're like so that's why i'm saying like i was emotionally immature and yes it's not the norm to stay because most people want you to leave they want you to escape a situation where you might slip up you know what i mean but i found it very admirable that you were able to just be like like i'm good like
0: what about all the people that just thought you was like so into the guy, you was just sucking up everything he was saying, or you wasn't being true to him? I mean,
1: what. I understand why they think it. You know, mm-hmm. I because you know when you don't, especially when you don't know the person, you don't know the 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 context of their relationship, right? Um,
0: the agreements evolve.
1: The agreements evolve. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna just you're gonna judge off of what. Society tells you, anyway. You know what I mean. Or what
0: you think. What or you
1: think? yeah, or even yeah, exactly. Or what you, or what they believe themselves. But um, I'm not gonna. It, it bothered me, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. But at the same time, um, it, it didn't matter in a way because it was like I knew I knew where I was at. You know, and I can explain it a lot more now. You know, which is probably why it bothered bothered me more then because I couldn't really articulate the difference. And that I was, I didn't, at the time, I didn't want to accept that I was emotionally immature. And that I was always trying to catch up to you in some way or some form, which, at the same time, made me resent you. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of facets that go into it. So, uh, you it know, what?
0: competition. Yeah,
1: so would I say that they were right, that I was just into No, but at the same time, um, like I said, I was exposed to a, a, a different way of thinking, a different way of believing. And I was trying to just figure it all out and i wanted what i wanted i got what i wanted i had you right so it wasn't all a loss you know what i mean but at the same time i was trying to really sort out my emotions and my beliefs and which way do i want to go and is that the way i was going to go permanently instead of going back and forth back and forth you know not knowing which direction i wanted to actually live in
0: so you know that's one side of it <clears throat> the other side is like in the relationship when you was calling me, I mean, every other time I picked up the phone, like breaking up with me because you felt like, you know, you might've been attracted to somebody else or you might've, you know, you might've been questioning your sexuality because you're close with a, a female friend or you look, you admire other people's bodies. And, you know, you was, you was going through a whole, a whole, you know, maturation. You know, getting becoming a woman. You know what I mean. And you know, I I always encouraged you, right, to lean in and you know go sleep with the guy, like go hang out with the guy, mm-hmm. go be around the woman. Like it wasn't like I never understood that. And I think this is the part of our relationship people didn't get. Like, for sure. I lived what I believed. I didn't just say, oh, let me hang out with women and do whatever mm-hmm. and hang out with my friends and my male friends on a basketball court all day. No, I encourage the same. When you have something that is unsure, you know, go see the service. Yeah, for sure.
1: You
0: know I, mean, what I mean, yeah, and
1: I would say that's one thing I do respect about you. Like anytime I was uncertain, you was like, yo, go like you said, like go go figure it out, you know? Obviously don't don't cross certain boundaries, right? Or just if you do, tell me. Yeah. Give me I, choice. Let that's me know. All it was about. Let me let me know what's going on. So yeah. no, What By I'm trying to say is, it. what I'm saying is, it's not like you was like yo go sleep a homeboy. <laughs> you know I mean, go go give it up. No, you wasn't like that. But you was like, if you feel like that's what you're gonna do, do, let me know. We'll talk it out. I we mean, can. the reality
0: is, I knew it could go there. Like once I'm yeah. like yo, you know, go explore it. Yeah, that's what I like. You know, it possibly can go there, but I never wanted somebody feeling like they where they had no choice but to be with me? Like, there's a whole bunch of people in this world, you know what I mean? And our friendship and what we built, the bond we built, and getting to know each other and building the relationship was important. So that's what I was dedicated to, first and foremost. You know what I mean? Like, I've always been a person that believed in friendship first, as we see. I'm, you know, I'm cool or semi-okay with most of the people I've been in relationships Mm with. You know what I mean? Or we're not in touch. You probably can get in touch and, you know, it's no ill will. Mm-hmm. But I strongly believe in the friendship first, but there's no way I can be with a, a woman that is unsure. Like, so the best way to honor our relationship is to find uncertainty. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's the component a lot of people don't get, like, picking up the phone. Hot racing all the time because it's going to be another discussion about how uncomfortable you are, uncomfortable you are in, in our commitment, you know what I mean, in your own skin, let's just go with that and then it affected our commitment, so now I'm losing you every five seconds, losing you every five seconds, and ultimately lost you, you know, everybody thinks like, because I'm this strong little person, I'm the one that broke up with you, I'm the one that walked away from you, you know what I mean, but ultimately you walked away from me, and not because you felt like it was the only choice, but... Because, you know, you can't you love me enough to say, I gotta figure this out and you gotta figure out life, you know, without me. And I stayed around and, you know, like let's let's work through it. Let's see as friends what we gonna how we gonna, you know, move on as as friends and how we gonna be able to navigate as friends. So, you know, how did you feel about the friendship? Like how did the friendship go?
1: Oh man. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was hard to be a friend because um, I was still very emotionally attached to you in a romantic way, and I still wanted what I wanted. I was very selfish, I think, and just, um, I wasn't even in a place to be your friend. I mean, really, we weren't friends. You were my friend. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't your friend. I I do do
0: respect
1: that. And, um, And when it comes to accountability, I mean, like, I was completely... Unaccountable for, I mean, everything that went on in my relationship. Which, um, I think even to this day, there's some things I'm just still not like, you know, really fully taking accountability for. But I mean, at least I can say that now. Like, yeah, it just, you look so bad because I was always walking, walking around sad and shit. Mm-hmm. And the sadness to really didn't deal, deal, deal with you as much as it, as, much as it dealt with just where I, where I was in life in general and mm-hmm. just, just continuously feeling lost and not knowing what to accept and how to accept myself and the different aspects of myself and so it was just yeah I couldn't be a friend and so the friendship then was non-existent but I can say you were a great friend because you were you know you never kicked me out of the house you let me live in the house you always kept your agreement like you. well what we I'm saying is we, we agreed to it we're but you kept, to. you kept your agreement you know you weren't emotional um about it you comforted me yeah, as if well what i'm saying is you didn't make <laughs> emotional decisions like you didn't yeah you didn't, didn't make emotional yeah, didn't decisions, make emotional decisions. um and so you know you kept your, your end of the bargain essentially you know you, you were there to support mm-hmm. me
0: i believe in the you let
1: me the cry life. on your shoulder and i broke up with you and i'm crying <laughs> on your shoulder you know what i mean so yeah i mean you were
0: you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> be like uh, you know. If you, uh, you feel emotional, let it out. This is what it is. But I mean, that, that was a that was a time in our life. Like that was a difficult time. I used to have to deal with the fact, like, oh, this person, this woman that used to be was living with you. How could you ever move on? How could you ever have relationships? How could you ever be in a relationship with somebody else? And like you're laughing because eighty percent of those people are sharing their men (laughs) with. Like when we're talking, they're they're being cheated on presently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they gotta worry about what their man is doing presently. And And I'm looking at them like, yeah, (laughs) I'm looking at them like, when you need to, don't you think you need to rethink your existence? Like, I don't never. I've never been in a, you know, the reason why I, you know, deem myself a person that really truly understands relationships is because I never, it's not about my ability to maintain a relationship because that takes to, it takes me finding the equal. It's your ability to understand that a relationship and what love means is is, is honoring agreements. You know what I'm saying? So that was a, a you know, that was a, a tough time for me, you know, having to really, you know, still live with the person that I was in a relationship with and thought was the end result to now being out back in the, back world. in the world and trying to figure out if I can find my partner, but still maintain our friendship
1: all the while still getting
0: backlash for <laughs> destroying this young girl's life. Yeah. 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 All the while, <laughs> all, all the while, <laughs> all the while I'm the bad guy in every last conversation because you know, the man can never be the good person. You know what I mean? So like, but, you know, you understand that going in. Now, our biggest thing with, with the friendship, and I did have an issue with it, was the fact that you wasn't accountable. Like, you didn't know it. You walked yeah. around sad like you was the one that lost your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in a night. You know what I mean? You're sleeping in the bed one night, and the next night we need to talk. And my heart's dropping, and I'm like, this is like the 50th time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this time it has to stick. You know, so Those, you know, obviously There's more background to it But yeah, sure. it, it, it has to stick And I had to move forward But it felt like a, a out of body experience You know what I mean? Like I felt like everybody else that's been in love And lost the person they love And had to, you know, reboot and start all over And then you walking around And you're like, I gotta do I gotta do equivalent or better The next time around so, you know, you set a hard, a high bar because it's not about, you know, yeah, we could talk about the trials and tribulations and the things that I was put through, the things you was put through, but overall, you know, you're a good human being, you're a great, you was a great nurturer. You made sure that, you know, I didn't need for nothing. And, you know, like on that level, the things i seen in you still exist. You know what I mean? It's just the absolutes other problem like having strong conviction and realizing life is not absolute but you find the black and white within all the gray and that's your commitments you know that's your faith you know where you honor it no matter what because you always know it's gonna you know it's gonna you're gonna lead back to that but yeah I can't say the friendship was easy but you know it was necessary because I wasn't gonna lose another great person in my life because the commitment you know? So, I mean...
1: But how did you feel about not having a friend? You know what I mean? Like, you didn't just lose a future. Like, you lost a friend. And you became... I mean, like, in reality,
0: you you still provided... You still provided everything you provided in the, in the relationship. You know what I mean? You still made sure... You still made sure... I just happened to be the person talking to you about the issues. Like, you still so, made sure that I was taken care of. You still made sure that, you know, when I needed to talk, I, you was there for me. When I wanted to write, you edited my stuff. You called me out when I was being lazy and missing things. Or you realized, you know, I might have a disability because it's like, no matter what, this keeps happening. <laughs> like, you keep putting INGs where they don't need to be or missing out INGs and essence Like, you still was very hard on getting me to be the best I could be. So, when you see you weren't a friend here, you was emotionally... Withdrawn That time You know You was emotionally okay, ca- Not there I caused you a bit
1: of havoc Yeah you
0: caused me <laughs> havoc You made it You know Like if I did have A woman come over You know You did Make it hard for that person to, You know Feel as comfortable As they can feel But At the same time You pulled it together though And you was I, able to I, like, like a, Have the discussions half, The
1: second half I, 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 yeah, yeah you, you was did. able to
0: have Discussions with them And, and play the friend role And really vet them And see They gonna be good for me And really You know Get to know them and really played the, the friend, the friend role. I know how, you know, you like to do the samurai thing where you like to, you know, die on your sword, but I think you was, you know, I know you was a good, a good friend and you know, you was a good, you made me not need to go and find 30 other friends because I know I had a solid friend of yours. So I wouldn't say because I had to carry the, more of the emotion, you still was there for me. In, in ways that I, I need it. We all know I don't, I mean, there's not much I need I live with a very simple existence. You know, everybody downplays black and white, but really when you have a strong, a strong structure, you have a life that you love, you just live it and you know, stuff shakes it here and there and You you know, you make the adjustments and you keep walk, walking forward. Like I never, I'm optimistic, I never believed in going backwards. And I always believe in you know keep going after your destination. So I don't think there's much else you could have gained. You know I mean, yeah, I was in pain. Yeah, I was going through it. But I talked. You know, it's not like I was like, oh, let me just rest on. You could just rest on me and cry. No, we had it out. We talked about yeah. it. We had discussions. We had yelling matches. We have arguments. Where I was, we had discussions where I was able to get out how I felt. So. It wasn't, and you didn't run from it. You didn't close the door. You didn't say, "Well, whatever," and walk in. out. Yeah, you didn't close me out. You, 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 we had the discussion. You stuck around no matter how hard the discussion was gonna be. So, I don't, in no way, believe what you what you believe in your head. You know, like we wasn't friends. You wasn't there for me. You was there for me. You supported me. You made sure that I, almost to the point where you know every person like. At that time, I, I think I dated what two people, three people, two people. In that time, but you made you made it difficult for them to see the reality of replacement. which is, I mean, when you have a great friend in your life, your girlfriend needs to, you know, especially when they of the opposite sex, your girlfriend really needs, or your you know the, your soon-to-be wife really needs to come in and really know that she. Has a standard she has to uphold, you know what I mean? So, you know, you created the standard, and I wasn't going below it. So there was nothing wrong with how you know, as a, as friends, how we were. You know what I mean? I didn't have no problem with it. You know, even though obviously when you live in the same house and you're going through the emotions and this, I mean, obviously you had your own room, I had my own room, so we had our yeah, space. Exactly. But when you have though, when you had that space and we had our space, we would go back and forth. You know what I mean on the on the overall relationship. Like people look at that distance as like the greatest, thing. you know what I mean, <laughs> the greatest thing in the world. What do you mean? Like, oh, you create the distance, you really start thinking about things, you really, you know, really come to grips with what went on. You need that space. I disagree.
1: Oh, I believe it was a
0: better it was a better situation because we was able to go through the breakup head on and have a discussion about it. And really, you know, not necessarily get the closure because the friendship was still there and the possibility of a of a, a romantic partnership was still there. But we was able, you know, as long as we both were single, that's always the idea. But we, was, we still was able to like really have the discussion, really have it out. And that's not what society looks at as conventional because there, you know, a lot of people are callous.
1: I mean, they don't want to do. It. I mean, I definitely would have been. I would have been like, I would have put your name in my in my contacts as something else, so I'd have to see <laughs> it when I scrolled. I mean, I would have. I would have hit your pictures, not put them away, but I probably would have put them all in one box, mm-hmm. my first love box, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I definitely would have been that person. So yeah, you. That's another thing. Like you just continuously show me progressive ways to live. Where now it's like, no, like face it, stay in it.
0: So I mean, so I mean, it was in our face, the friendship was there, yeah, and it was in our face. We started discussing after you know the dating and the seeing if I can be with other people, and you know we time went by, and we ended up still single, and we started discussing, you know the likelihood of having a child because we were so close and we did have a strong foundation and we were a part of each other's village. And And
1: we were both getting older.
0: And we both was getting older (laughs) and and, and your biological clock is ticking because, you know, we can have kids forever. And I'm looking at my immortality and, you know, I have already, you know, a daughter. But at the end of the day, it was time to, you know, add to that village. You know, most people are not looking at it like a con Think of all the split homes. And the fact that it's in this day and age is weird for people to like decide to have children, it's crazy, yeah. You know, what I mean, I understand us not being together is a part of the, 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 what's what's crazy. Well, I
1: think that no, I think the issue is, is that we still live together, mm-hmm. we're not together, and we decide to have a kid together, but we're not together, Definitely. So, I think that's just like having those two components. It's not like I live somewhere in the Bronx, you live here, and we're like, okay, let's do this thing. Like, I live right next door to you. And the thing
0: that made it crazy is is, it's five, six years of no sex. Yeah. That was longer than that. Yeah, I mean. It was way longer than that. Yeah, it was a while of both of us. Like, I've dated an intimate, but no intercourse, let's just say. No intercourse was going on. So that whole time, no intercourse on both parts. And now we decided, Like, And it was harder for me because of my faith. yeah. 'Cause of my belief. I was like, right. come on in. <laughs> Cause of my belief in, 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 in um you know and having a high power in that relationship and that promise. But, you know, when it comes to now reproducing and really leaving a legacy, it outweighed, you know, that small conviction I had. And, you know, we decided to, you know, give birth to Aziz, love. I'm sorry, you, you, you gave birth, birth to me? you oh. i said we decide
1: to give birth
0: to give birth I'm we decided No. Nope.
1: i just want to take i understand you
0: get the pain but i had i got the nine months to run into the store to to making sure you was on point to making sure you was good when you was bedridden he did, he did. okay bedridden, bedridden. well you out. wasn't bedridden after trying to run Run the reservoir. I
1: would say bed at bed. like eight
0: months. Like had, you were I stuck had... in the bed for like three days. Stuck in the bed, like barely can move to go pee. Had to call me to get you <laughs> help you out of bed to pee. What would you call? Me? I was I was a living nurse. Okay, so um you know, going through all that, and obviously you can't paint the whole relationship in, uh, in this time. But I mean, when you look at it, that's the blessing of it all. Like we did it. We went through we gone through life. We have a beautiful child. We're talking about possibly giving him a sibling. And you know, there's when you look back on it, there was a beginning and you reflect on it and it's still beautiful. Like I would say the relationship is still beautiful. Amazing. relationship is still kicking in. People ask me all the time, oh, "Why are you are not together?" Well, I mean, it's 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 the same uncertainty yeah. of faith. <laughs> like it's the same thing that's going on, and it's it's not even a faith anymore. It's like throughout the throughout the years, you get tired of being doubted, even though you're Well, I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, like me, I get tired of being doubted, yeah, so I wouldn't being, go that
0: route. There's a lot of things within this. It's faith. It's being convicted in faith now. Still, there's
1: still things you know that.
0: The like guy speaking absolutes. And right, still, and I
1: don't
0: you no, still like wonder. I'm still figuring it out. You still believe you're being a realist when you don't like I remember to give an example, I remember when some woman was saying, you know, how uh, I'm going to a basketball game, you can win or lose in a basketball game. That is the reality. But the reality is once you get in the game, somebody, you know, somebody's gonna win, somebody's like, gonna lose. That's the reality, right? So now there's alternate realities. Instead of going through all the philosophy, I believe I'm gonna win. And I go in believing I'm going to win. If the outcome changes, then I let the universe take care of it. Because I control what I can So I'm very certain in what I can't control. Yeah. And
1: I'm very much protect yourself from the fall. Yeah. So I'm like, from like I can What win. you can I can lose. So let's hope for the best. I'm putting it all out there. Let's hope for the best. Never. And as soon as, you know, the tie game will be down when I'm like, oh, shoot.
0: You know. You're thinking it works.
1: I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I definitely don't say oh, you know, I'm going to win this. I'm going mm-hmm. to this. And I think that's a very good example of how I'm very relatable to how I live my life in general. Yeah.
0: And, and how so that's I
1: such a big difference between you and I because, Definitely. and I admire the way you live. I just haven't mustered up the well, ability... Well, I'm a very
0: committed person.
1: Yeah, I haven't mustered up the ability. Or maybe just, I just... I, I just I, I'm not that faithful a person yet. Like, I, I haven't... I'm not there yet where I'm just like... Gone to the wind, like
0: where I'm just gonna leave, but I want to be there. It's just hard, but you've been to wanting to be there, there for I know
1: years. That, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's a hard thing. For me. That's
0: what it's a hard thing. That's the answer to everybody's question. I really yeah. strongly believe that you can be with somebody who's kind of iffy with you, and that there's room in our village for that person. And I can be with somebody who is very convicted in their faith and their belief. and and when I say who I am and I show up every day being who I am, they can trust me blindly and I feel the same about them. And we're not in constant conflict or constant back and forth about character. We're more talking about politics, maybe. You know, like we're arguing about the things that we should be arguing about that's going to be a lifetime argument and not questioning who a person is after 16, 17 years. You know, it's over all our relationships. We walk each other through it. It's been
1: love. And
0: it's you, Brian. The transition from romantic partnership to friendship takes dedication on both people's parts. If both people are truly committed to being in each other's lives and being a positive in each other's lives, then the transition will go smoothly. Both people must be fully dedicated and immersed in each other's lives for this to work.